Welcome to the More Life Podcast, where creatives, problem solvers, and entrepreneurs talk about squeezing more out and finding meaning in this crazy thing we call life. Let's dive in. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the More Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bart Anderson, if you're new around here, and uh, welcome. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about, you know, kind of an update of the business and what we're kind of going through right now. But before we dive into specifics, um, I want you to do me a favor. Can you hit that uh, like or subscribe button? Can you uh, go and tell somebody about this show if this is helping you? We, we strive to put really good content together and publish it uh, for you uh, for free of charge. But it does really help if we have uh, subscribers and are able to then leverage that into sponsorships and deals to continue the production and delivery of this podcast. So please go ahead and do that. But today I want to talk to you a little bit about an update inside of our business, what we're going through and what stages we're at in our building process. The first big thing that, you know, I guess it's not, I don't know if it's an announcement, but it's kind of like an update is we've successfully transitioned some roles and been able to define some roles within the agency. Um, you know, we run a marketing agency, a creative agency, and even that right there, I've been trying to solve which one I'm going to lean more into, but it seems to be creative agency is the more accurate term, even though we do do some marketing and people know us for our marketing. Um, but we are more known for our design and, um, we had to clarify a lot of things within our roles, um, with our you know departments of creative, like our art director, our designer, our project manager, our copywriter, and our content manager. So there's just so many things that have been going on, and the business is growing. This is definitely the best year to date that we've had, which I'm very thankful for. Um, at the same time, I am striving for more, and the things that seem to be more and more important to me are regular recurring income, um, our monthly recurring revenue, and uh, we're just trying to make those ends meet. There's more things to take care of, and so it requires me to be a better manager and not just a leader. I think I'm a natural leader, uh, but I'm not a, a naturally talented manager. And I have all the skills required for the building process, meaning, you know, setting up systems, setting up budgets, but the day-to-day -day maintenance of those systems and procedures, of those budgets, of those tasks, those are the things that uh, elude me and the reason why I hired an assistant, the reason why I now have a bookkeeper, the reason why for a lot of people are here is because I can't do the managerial side uh, myself. That's just not my giftings. Um, but I can inspire. And I think that counts for a lot. Um, so we've been going through those growing pains. I, we had an episode a couple weeks ago that was named that called Growing Pains. And I feel like we're learning really valuable lessons here, not just business-wise, financial-wise, but personally-wise as well. Um, you know, this is again something I mentioned before in that in that same episode, Growing Pains, where your character will 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 determine how far you can go before you you need to reassess. Um, meaning, at least for me right now in this current state, is we've been 
fighting through the growing pains and we've had to uh, part ways from our longtime partner uh, uh, client um, and it was for the better. They were, if not the, the number one client, they were close to it. And that's part of the growing pains where we, we service more than one client at a time. And some people were kind of expecting us to deliver um, round the clock, 24 seven, three, six, five type of work. Um, and part of the growing pains is having tough conversations. We, we had to have the conversation of like, listen, we work diligently. We go above and beyond. We deliver what we say we're going to deliver. Um, but that's all we can do. I can't, I can't go further than that. Um, beyond that is basically an in-house team and we're not an in-house team. We, we have lots of clients. Um, and so anyways, all of that is to say leadership versus management is, is tough, especially as I'm going through this growing season where we are every month hitting new different types of, uh, milestones. Some are financial, some are managerial, some are output or production. The last month or two has been our output on our content side. And I think that comes from the clarity that we've been going through um, with with our positions and our staff members. And I want to see certain wins happen um, in, in a few other areas of the business as well. Uh, there are some goals there. I'd love for us to submit work for awards. I'd love for us to, um, you know, have goals financially. Uh, right now, we're hitting our content goals, like, really, really well. I'm very, very proud of the work that uh, Amanda has been doing um, in the business. Okay. That's kind of like a little bit of an update. Um, on the business side, I do want to talk a, a little bit about, um, again, just on, on the personal side, my feeling of there needs to be more and I need to find ways to get more out of myself. I'm always toughest on myself. That's just the way it is when you're a leader. And <laughs> uh, sometimes you can find yourself feeling like you're you know, you're not that good. But I want people to understand that when you feel that way, there's two responses that are that are going to happen next. Either you're going to soak in it or you're going to thrive through it. Um, I'm the type of person who I kind of do kind of part A, part B, where I will soak in it for a little bit because I want to feel bad. I like using pain or... We, we just watched that movie Inside Out. I like that little, that disgust can be a very powerful thing and uh, that emotion. And so I want to use the disgust of like, oh, Bart, that's gross. Like you, you barely did any work. You were assigned this and you didn't complete it on time. You want to kind of feel bad. But then I like to use it as a catalyst to be like, okay, this is how I'm going to change this habit or this pattern that keeps happening in my life. So for for me right now, we have two major things that I need to be working on and not for lack of trying, but just for lack of prioritizing properly or appropriately. 
Um, we have a course that is like 90% done that needs to get completed. And we also have um, a signature offering that is productized. And we've been trying to productize something in our business for a while. And again, that's about 50% done. And in the past, I've always made sure to go away somewhere to kind of get work done because that's just how my brain works. Um, go somewhere with no Wi-Fi and just kind of hash it out, you know, pen, pen and paper or just Google Docs. Um, but I've been distracted with so many other things. You know, we're trying to push really hard with our social media content. We're trying to push really hard with sales, um, which is still like my number one priority. We're trying to push really hard. I have two uh, different mentor type coaches that I'm working with right now who are helping me managerially. And there's just so many things that are happening that are kind of distracting. And a matter of my business is going to is gonna require me to, uh, sorry, I want to cut right here. And a portion of my business is going to require me to, to decide how to prioritize these things and how to make them more realistic and tangible. And I really want to have, you know, a section of my week where it's more for creative thought and creative delivery and process and ideation and figure out a way to have those moments of of clarity, have those moments of creativity, of just free journaling. And I, I'm realizing, you know, that having these uh aspirations and goals are what are, what's going to keep this business fresh and keep it thriving because I f- kind of feel like it's been a little bit stale. I feel like it's been stale in my creative inspiration and my creative output. I've been focused a lot on the leadership and the management, but I have not necessarily focused on the creative inspiration, filling my own self up. So um, I'm dedicated to trying to read more. I'm dedicated to trying to learn more. I'm dedicated to trying to journal more. All these things I love doing, but I never do them long period. Uh, You know, I I do it for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, and then it kind of tapers off. And this is where I'm trying to use some disciplinary skills and habits that I've learned um, to be able to help me stay on path. And here's the overall reason. The reason is I don't feel like I have the same type of energy that I used to have. The energy I used to have when I was younger is great, you know, because it's, it's so beautiful because it's like self-renewing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I want to make sure that I'm staying focused on my work. But the energy that it requires for me to do that is really, really tough. Um, If I want to have this ultimate satisfaction or happiness, I need to be able, you know, to take, to make tough decisions, um, to understand where my purpose is in life and understand what, what goals are going to make me the most quote unquote happy. At the end of the day, I really do like, I really, really believe that happiness is such a individual thing that you can, have a little freelance business and be extremely happy. Uh, I want something a little bit bigger than that, but I don't want a big agency. Like I, I see a lot of my friends, they talk about agencies and they're trying to learn from these bigger agencies that are doing really big work. And they have like 70 to 150 employees. 
it could not be mean. That to me seems like work, like a job. I don't care that we're dealing in millions of dollars of of <laughs> of revenue. That's still, uh, you know, that's not what happiness looks like for me, uh, or that's not what success looks like for me with this agency. Um, you know, success to me is like how I feel happy. Um, and you know, happy is towards what I think is happiness is like how I feel towards the people that are closest to me. So for me as a man, as a Christian man, I, I feel called to, to serve my children, to love my wife. Um, those are the things that, make me happy. I, I feel like I would be at peace and knowing that I'm doing a good job. I'm successful, content doing these types of things. And for me to be able to, and after that, I, if there was, if this was concentric circles, the outer ring would be like my immediate family, like my brother, my two cousins and their kids, um, having time to spend with, uh, my aunts who are now, you know, aging, and I only have two aunts left on my mom's side, and I have a few aunts and uncles on my dad's side. I want to be able to spend time with them, to have my kids spend time with them. To, we can go travel and visit. Those things, I think, are the most important to me. I'm a very family-based person, um, and that's just the way I was raised and how I've been built up. That's my makeup. So when I think of happiness, I think about hanging out at the house, having a barbecue, people are around, and we're having a good time. We love to be loud. If you're Haitian, you probably know about what, you know, if you know Haitian, you already know what's going on. Um, but for me to be able to accomplish these things, to have time for my family, which to me is like peak success, I need to make a real hard decision about how I value my energy. Like I mentioned before, Energy is like self-renewing when you're young. Energy when you are older, when you're past the age of 30, maybe 35, or maybe even 40, it is something that you have to produce or carve out or reserve so that you have enough to go around. And it's not as limitless as what you might feel when you were younger. When you're younger, you go out, you party, and then somehow, some way, we all got up for our 8 a.m. class in uni, and it was tough, but it was fine. And we stayed up, and then we went and go worked a part-time job. And then we came home, and we did homework. And maybe we went out again and went and partied a little bit more. Like, there was so much <laughs> energy, and it was just overflowing all the time. And now as you get older, you're, you know, you're 20 years removed from when you were 19 at university. Um, now it's a little bit tougher to have infinite energy. And you have to use and understand your reserves in a way that will benefit you. So there's no point in having spent all your energy to build a really great business, but then when you go home, you're spent and you don't have the energy to play with your kids or to go on the trips or to spend time with your spouse. So for me, in the stage of life that I am, I want to make sure that I'm prioritizing the right things to leverage the diminished state of my energy levels that I have. And I'm not that old where I have severely diminished states, but the recuperation and the re the, the rebuilding of my energy uh, 
is not as natural as it used to be. And so I often, because I spend a lot of time outside of the home, you know, nine to five, Monday to Friday, I'm often spending a lot of energy here thinking and planning, producing, creating, managing, leading this business. And so I want to balance that out, find ways to use as little energy here because this is just the engine to create the life outside of work that I want to live. So if that's this is just the engine, I want to be as I want to be on eco mode. I don't want to spend every ounce of my energy here. I want to use as little as possible, reserve as much as possible, let systems work for me so that when I'm out of the job, when I'm at home, I got all the energy. Let's go for the hike. Let's go play with the kids. Let's stay up and watch a movie or plan a vacation. Let's do the things that matter most to us. Let's learn and create together. Let's have different activities that bond us. This is what I mean. We have to put the priorities in the, in the right place. And being a leader is one thing. Being a manager is another. And that applies to your uh, uh, work life. It applies to your home life. It applies to your relationships. And this is what I'm kind of trying to figure out right now through our growing pains that we are still growing through. We are seeing success. We are seeing growth. We are having tough conversations. All these things are great. I'm not done yet. I still want to have the energy to continue the things that I think are most important to me, which is renewed creativity, time with my family, time with myself, those things, if I have time to leverage, this is what I want to be using it for. I genuinely feel it is my job as a dad to help raise these kids that they see me, that they love me, that they understand what it takes to be uh, a grown-up in this world. That's my job is to, to raise children, to help them because I have the responsibility of having them as well as it is my duty to spend time and show affection to my spouse, to my wife, as well as it is my duty, I, I feel to myself, knowing my own personality, to carve out moments just for me. As a creative entrepreneur, those are the moments, A, where I'm happiest, and those that happiness will renew me in my energy and my creativity, as well as what I partake in, restorative activities for myself, whether it's hanging out with my boys, whether it's, you know, but my boys, not my kid, like my, my, my friends, uh, <laughs> or, you know, finding a great book that will inspire me right now. I'm, I'm really deep into reading, um, uh, uh, fiction novels. Um, it's been such a great source of renewing creativity and uh, everything from murder mystery to, to romance to women's fiction, all those type of things are really just inspiring for me. Listening and learning different podcasts and, and, and radio shows and stuff like that, auditory learning, all those things are going to help me in that personal uh, creativity space, which also then renews every aspect of my being. I become a better father, better husband, a better brother, a better cousin, a better family member, a better boss, a better creative strategist, 
all the things. So if there is anything that I can share or I, I guess synthesize into a statement here is even though things may be going well or as planned, even though things may be challenging or but still rewarding, right? No matter what the situation is inside your business, make sure that you are prioritizing the things that are going to help you be able to continue to do those things. Sometimes we're so busy doing the thing and getting the results that we have not future planned how we're going to continue doing the things to get the results. Because doing the things and getting the results changes from time to time depending on what stage of business you're in. But if you are trapped spending 99.9% .9 of your energy to do the thing to get the result, uh, the moment you leave your work or you go home, you don't have necessarily peace or energy to enjoy the life that this work has afforded you. And I don't want to live that world. <laughs> I want to, like I said, I want to run on eco mode when I'm at work. Let the processes work for me. And I want to see the results happen. And then I go home and I enjoy my life. Hopefully this has been helpful for you guys. Hopefully you carve out some time to kind of map out what makes me happy. What do I define as success? What makes me happy and what do I define as success? Once you have those things mapped out, figure out where your energy is spent. Does it align with your priority of happiness and success? I know for me, it was in misalignment and I had some work to do. So good luck. Have a great week, y'all. Peace out and I'll see you the next time. I've been Barbara.